It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Panthers, your daily Carolina Panthers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into a special bonus episode of Locked on Panthers, a part of the Locked on Podcast Network. I'm your host, as always, Julian Council, talking Carolina Panthers with you every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Our motto here at the Locked on Podcast Network is your team every day. Make sure to watch the show and subscribe to the show over on our Locked on Panthers YouTube channel. You can also check us out wherever you get your podcasts, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or all the other platforms out there. Just be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Subscribe so you don't miss a single episode of the show. And be sure to follow me on Twitter at Julian Council, where every single Friday I answer your weekly Friday mailbag questions here on the show to participate either at me at Julian Council or DM me at Julian Council over on Twitter. Today's bonus episode is brought to you by betonline.net. It is the fastest and the easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, the NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information from live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts. They have you covered. Head to BetOnline to Today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today, but online where the game starts. We can't have nice things here in Carolina. We should all be accustomed to that at this point in time. Every time the Panthers have success, something goes wrong. Again, we are the organization that have never had back-to-back winning seasons in 27 seasons in the National Football League. When Ron had things going well, the Panthers would be good one season at 12-4, and four, but then followed it up with 7-8-1. and one. Still a playoff season, but not a back-to-back winning season. Then you go 15-1, and one, fall apart, come back to the year after that, go to the playoffs, and since then, there has not been too many bright moments here in Carolina, and there is the hope that maybe one day the Panthers will find a quarterback. Would that be Teddy Bridgewater? Didn't turn out to be the case. Would it be Sam Darnold? Absolutely not. Matt Corral, Baker Mayfield, we'll see as far as Baker goes. 
But Matt Corral, we will likely not see him the rest of the season as he is likely out for the remainder of the 2022 season as Matt Rule called a significant list Frank t- ligament tear that he suffered in Friday night's preseason game against the New England Patriots. Matt, R- Matt Rule said, I would assume it would be a while. I would assume it would be a significant amount of time. I'm pretty sure it will be a long-term injury, the list Frank injury that Matt Corral suffered. And if you remember a couple of years ago, Cam Newton on that same field in Gillette, in Gillette Stadium also suffered a foot injury that would cost him the majority of his 20 20- 19 season and that would be the last that we'd see of cam until we saw him a year ago and here's something that's also important as far as the injury timeline goes with the list rank according to a study from the american journal of sports medicine dating back to 2016 uh, to determine that nfl players with list rank injuries treated without surgery miss an average of 6.2 months recovering and those that underwent surgery miss an average of 11.6 months rule said corral his family and agent and team doctors are exploring the best option so without surgery we're not going to see Matt Corral with surgery. We're not going to see him, and there's a great chance that he will not even be ready to go this time next year. He might not be ready for training camp a year from now, which would make it difficult if the Carolina Panthers are in a situation where they need Matt Corral to likely or possibly be their starting quarterback in 2023. First off, it's a tough break for Matt Corral that his rookie season never really got going. We saw him last Saturday against the Washington Commanders. Didn't look good. The Panthers attributed it to nerves, but also he hasn't gotten that many reps, and it put him behind a bad offensive line. Then on Friday night, the hope was that we get to see a more relaxed, better-looking Matt Corral, and he certainly did look better, but in his two preseason matchups against guys from his own draft class, that and Sam Howell with the Washington Commanders, and Friday night against Bailey Zappi of the New England Patriots, he was outperformed. We did not see Matt Corral play at a high level, which led me to think what I already believed already, that If Carolina played Matt Corral at any point in the 2022 season, it would have meant that the season had gone to hell. But that will no longer be the case as Matt Corral won't even get a chance to sit behind Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield and learn and grow and develop with on-field reps. It's all going to be mental reps at this point in time, and that is just a bad situation for him and really the Carolina Panthers. If Baker Mayfield struggles this season, It will mean that Matt Rule will get fired and Baker will not be here in 2022. It's going to be very hard for David Tepper and Scott Fitterer to sell to any prospective head coach who's interviewing for this job, Matt Corral, as their starting quarterback or as the franchise quarterback heading into 2023, especially when we're not going to get to see him at all. And when we did see him, he did not look better than Howell or Zappy, two quarterbacks that were drafted after Corral, who was drafted fourth in a weak quarterback draft this past April. Hard for me to imagine that anybody would be signing up to say, yep, Matt Corral, that's who I want to be my starting quarterback in 2023 here in Carolina if I'm going to take the job. So the Panthers now need Baker Mayfield to play well so that they don't go into this upcoming offseason and still not know who the answer is. And when Baker came to Charlotte, I still had the question of who's going to be the starter in 2023. We don't know that. And this just made the waters even murkier to try and figure out what's going to happen here in Carolina past this upcoming season. If Baker plays well, then they likely franchise tag him, try to work out a deal. And this is not a conversation that matters. 
But still, there's going to be questions looming throughout the season of whether Baker is the guy. Of course, he's better than Sam Darnold, but can he be the long-term option? Will he start week one in 2023 because the Carolina Panthers truly believe in his, ca- his talent and skill set and his leadership that he can lead this team one day to consistent back-to-back winning seasons and to can lead them to the playoffs and maybe one day hoist the Lombardi trophy. As far as Matt Corral goes, we don't know what his potential will be. There was a lot of people out there that when the Panthers drafted Corral, felt like he was going to be the future. We've heard Steve Smith Sr. talk about he has the goods. We've heard the Panthers say that they really like Matt and they want to slowly develop him. Going to be hard to do that now that he won't be out there getting practice reps. And I didn't know how many he was going to get to begin with considering the quarterback competition, how we've seen, how we split time with P.J. Walker. And we'll get to that as well and how that's impacted Matt Corral and possibly plays a role into the injury. He's not going to be there during a season to get those backup reps, to be in scout team. He's just going to be on the sideline watching. And that is a terrible thing for him and for the Panthers as they are still in the evaluation period of trying to figure out who is going to be their long-term franchise quarterback. I said... At the beginning, too, once Baker came here, that Baker Mayfield's performance would dictate the future of Matt Corral. If Baker played well, Baker would get another deal, would be here in Carolina next season. If Baker played poorly, then there was a chance that we could see Matt Corral this season and an even better chance that Matt Corral had an opportunity to be the starting quarterback in 2023. At this point, it feels like his Panthers career could already be over as far as any chance for him to play competitive snaps for this team. Won't play this season, and then if he gets surgery, like with that timeline, 11.6 months. Unlikely that he's ready to go come training camp next year at Wofford College based off of that timeline. And foot injuries can be tricky. We've seen with J.C. Horn, who broke his foot, how he's still trying to get back, and he was going to play on Friday night, but he hasn't. We'll see how that how he performs this upcoming season coming off that foot injury. But Matt Corral, though, it's, it's tough to see his future in Carolina because the Panthers are bad and they have a chance to draft in the top 10 once again. They got to take a quarterback, take one in the first round. And as I've noted before, and I'm sure maybe those of you who are big Matt Corral fans and believe that he can be the future probably are annoyed by this, but teams in the NFL don't draft a quarterback in the third round with the idea that he's going to be their franchise quarterback. The only reason Davis Mills is getting the opportunity is because of an injury. And Houston thought he played well last year. They're going to go see what he can do this season. If he stinks, Houston's going to draft the quarterback in the first round. Philadelphia, same scenario with Jalen Hurts. Couldn't really trust Carson Wentz to stay healthy. Jalen Hurts played well last year, got them to the playoffs. But really, this season is going to determine whether Jalen Hurts is going to be their guy or not. If he doesn't play well, they're going to draft another quarterback in the first round. That's how these things go. Teams don't voluntarily play a quarterback who's in the third or fourth round, unless there's an injury. Look how Kirk Cousins got to be the starter in Washington and got to earn all that guaranteed money in Minnesota because the door was open uh, due to Robert Griffin III's injury. Dak Prescott had the opportunity because he played well in the preseason, but also Tony Romo's injury. Teams don't plan on playing third or fourth round picks and having them be their long-term answer. Not to say that Matt Corral could not have been that, but the fact that he didn't get the opportunity this season because of this injury and he won't be out on the field makes it all the more likely that the Carolina Panthers, if given the chance to take a quarterback in the first round this upcoming year, based off of Baker and Sam Darnold's play, that they would likely take a quarterback opposed to wondering and hoping that Matt Corral 
could be the answer. It sucks, and it could end up being a wasted pick. And I've said this as well. As long as the Panthers find out who their franchise quarterback is, as long as they can get that guy, it doesn't really matter how they got there. Sure, you hate to give up the second, fourth, and sixth round pick to get Sam Darnold and for it to not work out. You hate to give up the compensatory fifth round pick, which is going to probably turn into a fourth round pick to get Baker. You hate to trade up when you probably didn't have to to get Matt Corral. You hate to do all that, but as long as one of those guys works out, then it's all worth it. And I'm sure you're sitting back there saying, no, that's ridiculous. It matters to have picks, absolutely. But getting the player who can turn your franchise around is really all that matters at the end of the day. And I don't think too many people are going to sit around and complain about how you got there as long as you get there. And the hope now is that they're going to get there with Baker. Because if they don't, they're going to be back in the market next offseason and likely doing it the way they probably should have done it before back in 2021 by drafting a quarterback in the first round. Is there anyone to blame here? Because I'm looking around at the developmental process of Matt Corral through the first couple weeks of his career here in Carolina, and I just don't think the Panthers did right by him, and they might be to blame for this injury. I'll explain why here in just a moment on Locked On Panthers. Life is full of twists and turns, and it's important to show up for yourself through it all. BetterHelp Online Therapy will assess your needs and can match you with your own licensed professional therapist in less than 48 hours. We learned this from Matt Corral as he spoke about the issues that he had back in college dealing with his mental health. It's a sign of strength and not anything you should ever look down upon a person to do. It's not a crisis line. It's not, a, it's not self-help. It's professional therapy done securely online, available to people worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your therapist you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you don't have to be on camera if you don't want to and getting therapy every week is as easy as a few clicks on your laptop or phone with therapy can take a few tries to find the right fit for you BetterHelp makes it easy and free to change your therapist if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline therapy and financial aid is available. BetterHelp is a great way to invest in yourself. Visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states. And they have a special offer, offer for my listeners. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash locked on. That's 10% off your first month of online therapy at BetterHelp.com. P.com slash locked on. When I saw the news on Saturday afternoon that Matt Corral was likely done for the season because of a list Frank injury, I tweeted out this is what you get when you put your rookie developmental quarterback behind a terrible offensive line. That was met with Interesting review. Some people thought it was a stupid take. Some people agreed. Um, for me, I- I'm willing to listen to both sides. Maybe it was a bad take. Maybe uh, it was a good one. Maybe just let's, bl- let's blame Matt Rule and the Panthers and what they were deciding to do as they tried to develop Matt Corral. Where I'm coming from when I say that is Matt Corral at no point since the Panthers started training camp, at no point have the Carolina Panthers put him in a position to succeed. He's barely gotten reps during practice, and when he's played in the preseason game, he's been put behind players who are not going to be on this roster. I think the only offensive lineman that he's even played with that's going to be on the Panthers roster is Cade Mays. 
everyone else, like Wyatt Miller, Austin Pleasants, Deontay Brown, they're not going to be here in a couple of days or weeks. They're going to be gone from at least the active 53-man roster. Matt Corral is in that position to play behind those guys because for whatever reason, Matt Rule is trying to give P.J. Walker an audition for the rest of the NFL. We know who P.J. Walker is. We know what he can and cannot do. There was no need for P.J. Walker to get to play behind Ike Aquanu and Brady Christensen and behind Sam Tecklenburg and behind John Miller, not John Miller, but on Michael Jordan and Cam Irving. There's no need for him to get that treatment and then for Matt Corral to get the third-teamers. P.J. should have been playing with the third- and fourth-teamers. Matt should have been playing with the second-teamers because if you're trying to develop a quarterback and you want to gain, give, allow him to gain confidence and to understand the scheme, then put him in a position to succeed. The Panthers did not do that. Matt Corral was out there fighting for his life last Saturday when he played against Washington, getting his helmet ripped off. And thank God the dude stayed healthy then. He stayed looking down the field, showed his toughness that we saw at Ole Miss. But he was not put in a position to succeed. And again, on Friday night, when you looked at who he was playing behind and who he was playing with on an offense, he was not put in a position to succeed. So when you're running for your life and your offensive line cannot protect, these are the things that happen. You get injured. And now the Panthers cannot properly evaluate him throughout the course of the season because he's not going to be available. I squarely put that on Matt Rule in the organization. Yeah, it's bad luck. Absolutely. And I'm not going to ignore that. It's football. Injuries happen. And it's unfortunate that this injury happened to Matt Corral. I just look at it as Matt Corral should not have been put in that situation. If you truly want to allow him to develop, you need him to be healthy. You need him to have a chance to put something on tape. And Matt Rule said he thought he looked better. Okay, yeah, he looked better. It was his second time playing, but he didn't get to play with players that are going to be on the roster. He should not have been playing with the threes. He should have been playing with the twos. P.J. Walker was not going to be a part of the 53-man roster. That should have been P.J. running around for his life, not Matt Corral. I just have a hard time understanding why the organization would put someone who they put assets in to acquire in the situation that they put him in. Like you barely played him. He looked worse than Sam Howell and Bailey Zappi because he has not gotten a nearly amount of the reps that he should have been getting. And I have no idea what it was going to look like once we got into the season. And for that, I blame Carolina because they put Matt Corral in a bad situation. Matt Corral didn't do that to himself. And it's, it's bad luck for all involved that this happened. I just can't help but wonder what in the world were they thinking to put their hopeful franchise quarterback of the future in the situation that they did over the last couple of weeks. Now, speaking of P.J. Walker, I've already seen people ask me this uh, because we've got the weekly Friday mailbag coming up on Friday. Ask me questions either at me or DM me at Julian Council if you want to participate. But I've seen people already ask this. Does this now mean the Carolina Panthers are going to keep P.J. Walker? Matt Rule did say this could change their plan of keeping three quarterbacks. They could not cut Matt Corral. They can't cut Sam Darnold because of financials, and obviously Baker Mayfield's going to be their starting quarterback. Now that Matt Corral is going to be out for the season, he's headed to IR, and he will not count against the 53-man roster. The Panthers will only keep two quarterbacks. There's absolutely no reason why they would keep P.J. Walker around. They can cut him, and if he is able to clear waivers, they can sign him to the practice squad. That is a good quarterback room. You would have three players, two of which in Darnold and Mayfield, who have a ton of experience as starters in the NFL, and in another one, 
in P.J. Walker, who started the last two years when filling in against Detroit and Arizona and has success in winning games here in Carolina. That would be a good quarterback situation. But by no means should P.J. Walker be on the initial 53-man roster. They cannot do that. It's going to be Baker and Sam. Do not waste a roster spot on P.J. Walker. That would be asinine. And I understand that Matt Rule likes P.J. He's trying to do right by P.J. And P.J. is going to get another opportunity probably to play the entirety. Well, not the entirety of the second half because I guess Sam Donald will likely get um, an op- depending upon whenever Matt Rule decides to announce the quarterback uh, position as far as who QB1 is. I'm hoping it's going to be Monday or Tuesday. It's going to be sometime this week so we don't do the whole charade again. We're on Friday night during a dress rehearsal against Buffalo. You have Baker and Sam splitting reps in the first half. I hope that's not the case. But PJ will get another opportunity on Friday night, probably in the fourth quarter, maybe part of the third quarter as well, to show the rest of the NFL what he has. We know what he has. He does not need to be here in Carolina. So I do not think that they will keep three. They'll now keep two. And that means they can maybe keep another wide receiver, like a player like Shai Smith or Brandon Zilstra can make this roster. Uh, you look at the secondary. Maybe this means that Tay Hayes and Miles Hartsfield and other players right there on the roster bubble, like Sam Franklin, could make the roster. Having to keep three quarterbacks was out of necessity, but it also just messes up the roster numbers. This could mean that Deontay Brown could stay on the roster if they decide to take 10 offensive linemen this season instead of nine like they did last year. Matt Corral going down, it stinks. It's unfortunate, but it does allow another player who's going to get cut an opportunity to be on this roster. And the Panthers have a lot of depth, as I've noted, when talking about this team throughout the preseason. P.J. Walker, though, he will not be a part of this 53-man roster. That would be my guess. Can't put it past Matt Rule, of course. I just don't see that making any sense for the Carolina Panthers at this point in time. So Matt Corral, likely out for the season with a list Frank injury. If he doesn't have surgery, maybe back in six months. If he does have surgery, probably out for the next year just based off of what studies have, been, have shown when NFL players have this sort of injury. And it's unfortunate for all involved, but no one um, is it more unfortunate for than, of course, Matt Corral, who will not get a fighting chance to develop this year and may never get an opportunity to play competitive snaps for the Carolina Panthers because if Baker doesn't work out, they have to draft a quarterback. You can't sit here and hope that Matt Corral is the guy because you would have not seen nearly enough of him to lead you to believe that with him in the NFL. So Baker fails, Matt Rule's gone, new head coach comes in, they have to draft the quarterback in the first round. My hope is, though, that Baker doesn't fail, the Panthers go to the playoffs, and I guess Matt Rule sticks around. That's what I'd like to see. But this makes the evaluation of the Carolina Panthers quarterback situation all that much harder and puts all the more pressure on Matt Rule and the organization that Baker Mayfield works out. Because if they don't, we're looking at a fourth quarterback in as many years heading into 2023 if things do not go as planned this upcoming season. All right, that's going to wrap up this bonus edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, hosted by yours truly, Julian Council. Again, guys, make sure to watch the show and subscribe to the show over on our Locked On Panthers YouTube channel. Why should you do that? So you can check out episodes like this one when I do a bonus episode. You can also check out all the bonus episodes in every single episode, wherever you get your podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all the other places where you listen to this show and all your shows. Uh, all your favorite shows across the Locked On Podcast Network. Um, be sure to follow me on Twitter at Julian Council, where every single Friday I answer your weekly Friday mailbag questions, either at me at Julian Council or DM me at Julian Council over there on Twitter. In the meantime, take care, be safe, be whole as always, keep pounding, and I will talk to y'all, well, whenever I talk to y'all. It 
is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL Draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.